This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Good morning, everyone. God's here. You're here. And it's a wonderful uh, day. This is Thanksgiving uh, week. We're going to uh, we'll continue and finish up the book of Ruth in the next couple of weeks. But I do want to um, I do want to speak specifically to uh, Thanksgiving. We want to thank you for all of your faithfulness uh, to the uh, mission of God, to missions uh, that you're. Um, uh, Fulfilling your commitments, uh, your faith promises. Remember, faith promises, if God will, then I will, right? And so uh, we believe him. Uh, You may not have it, but the Lord didn't say uh, you had to have it. He said, will you believe for it? And and believing is a choice. And as he does, then we do. Amen. I want to give you another. Every time, you know, a lot of uh, uh, natural thinking. Uh, the Bible says is really kind of opposite and sometimes uh, you know in opposition to the way that God works and his uh, and his ways and you know you'll hear it said out there in the world where all the church uh, does is you know ask for money want money and things like that well you know um, if you go down here to the marathon and you uh, put the uh, Put the handle in your in your uh, place where you put gas. They might ask you for some money. If you go to Walmart and pick something up and try to walk out the door, they probably might want to know whether or not that you took money and paid for that. Uh, you know, uh, you know the church. Uh, the God is not trying to get something from you he's trying to get something to you if you look at giving uh to god giving to god in the same way that you would as a farmer sows seed then when god when god um asks us for a, a partnership what he's doing is providing a seed bed. He's providing an opportunity to invest in what he is 110% invested in. Isn't that right? For God so loved the world, he gave his highest and best. He continues to give. Well, Pastor Cindy said, you'll never outgive God. Uh, we thank you for your giving, uh, your faithfulness all year long. Want to uh, present another <laughs> another opportunity uh, uh, in, in uh, uh, front of you. As uh, many of you know, you know we've we've had an on and off situation with the uh, the roof, the corner of the roof leaking in this corner of the building uh, over here. It's not all the time, but when we get a really really driving significant, you know, when the hurricanes uh, bring those tropical storms and stuff, it, it overwhelms it, leaks. So we've got we finally have. Uh, um, procured a, a gentleman who's going to fix that, 
And that project uh, is uh, right at $1,900. If you want to participate in that, anything you, if you sow into helping God's house, restoration in uh, God's house, you know, buildings have to be taken care of. You know, uh, they, they don't, you know, they just don't go on uh, uh, forever without attention. And so we need to attend to this, you know, keep things in good repair. So that project's about 19, it is $1,900. And if you want to, if, if uh, you uh, are believing in your house, for your house, this is a good opportunity. So into God's house, see what he does in your house. Amen. So uh, let's uh, go over to 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. And I'm going to read out of the... Passion Bible, you talk about uh, um, the uh, Holy Spirit and how exacting and and uh, uh, how wonderful he is. You know, Pastor Cindy and I never really, we don't compare uh, notes. We just never have been that way. I always feel like that, you know, that, uh, you know, if uh, if she puts a little salt in the soup, you know, and all I got is pepper, pepper will do. You know, it's all part of what God's wanting to do. You know, what you, your, your portion, what, what you bring uh, to the house, your faith, your faithfulness, your, your, uh, what you're believing uh, God for, it's all part of, you know, God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? So I read this to you, the Passion Bible, it's the 16th verse, let joy be your continual feast. Somebody say joy. That subject matter would be joy. Thanksgiving, uh, giving thanks. First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. Passion Bible. Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer, and in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. You know, you may, uh, how many of you believe that there is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Well, here it says this is God's perfect plan. Perfect would being, you know, uh, this is a, a, a foolproof and a fail-safe uh, um, plan for our life that we, would, uh, that we would walk in joy. We would make our life a prayer. Constant communication with God. And in the midst of everything, be always, everyone say, always giving thanks. So thanks, giving thanks to God is his perfect plan for us in Christ Jesus. Uh, One um, uh, translation also says, in everything. This one says, in the midst of everything. The Message Bible says that this, be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. So he wants us to live cheerful, joyful, wants us to our life being a uh, prayer to him. And that prayer isn't something that we uh, do, you know, when we get, uh, you know, we've exhausted all other means. Now it's come down to prayer. No, you know, you can actually uh, pray up front. 
Not behind. Not after the fact, but beforehand that we can pray. And we'd probably miss out on a lot of uh, opportunities, uh, you know, uh, to fail and to have trouble and all that. You know, there's an old song that says, Oh, uh, what joy will often forfeit. All because we do not bring everything to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Wouldn't it be good to... to uh, rearrange things instead of praying at the end of the day. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. You know, well, he kept you all day. Isn't that right? You know, if you're sleeping, you're doing, you're doing well. You've been kept. It's the daytime that he needs to keep us awake, keep us alert, uh, that he wants to provide and protect us. Amen. Awful quiet in this house today. You know, you do well to hitch up with us. We might take you somewhere and you might be able to leave a little happier than when you came. It's not up to me to get you in the, uh, in the bus. I'm going to open the door and you're either going to come along or you're not going to come along. Amen. I'm too old to fight anybody anymore. I don't even fight Miss Sandy hardly no more. Amen. I figure she's all wore out for fighting them grandchildren. She don't need me fussing with her. <clears throat> we came to hear from God today. And God wants to say something to us. But you're going to have to get your ears on. You're going to have to get your mind settled. Are you listening? When you say Thanksgiving, get your mind off the cranberry sauce. We ain't there yet. It's Sunday before. You're going to get there. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you that you sort us out and settle us today, that we can be attentive to your word. Because your word says that when we are attentive to your word, that we're guarding our heart. Because out of our heart... That's the wellspring of life. It's the source of everything else. So we just thank you, Lord. Speak to our hearts today. Settle minds uh, in this place, that our minds are settled on you. And I just thank you uh, that as they are, that you keep us in perfect peace. Amen. Say this when we say all that other stuff. It'll keep till we're done. You can get right on back to your worrying and fretting and fearfulness and distracted and all that kind of stuff later on. But for just a little while, and I'll tell you if you'll uh, if you'll do this, we'll get out here earlier. I'm you know I'm not in I'm not in a, a mind uh, you know uh, to uh, overdo the soup today. Just a few things are 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 going to do. Amen. You know, thanks uh, is to respond to God's goodness and grace with gratitude. It's simply acknowledging what is right about God in praise and thanksgiving. You know, gratitude and attitude rhyme, don't they? What does it mean? It means to be pleased by what someone did for you and also pleased by the results. Listen, has God been good to you? Has God been gracious to you? Has God given you grace? Done anything for you? Made you happy with the results? Have you been helped? I'm talking about this year. 
I'm talking about this year. You know, we're coming up to a day that the pilgrim, you know, the pilgrims, the governor, Governor Bradford, uh, d- declared in 1600, and I forget, you know, 20-something uh, after they had uh, come to the United States and all uh, what we now know as the United States, but this country. The third year he declared uh, by proclamation that there would be one day a year that, 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 we would, that we would give thanks to God for all of his protection, all of his provision, all of his bountiful blessings in our life. Let me ask you, are you thankful? And I want to separate those two words, are you thankful? Full. See, full, it, grateful means to be impressed with a sense of kindness received and ready to acknowledge it. I've been, if I'm grateful, I'm impressed with a, with a I have this sense of, uh, of a kindness that I have received and I'm ready to acknowledge that. I'm ready to acknowledge that. Are you ready to acknowledge God's goodness and God's kindness and God's graciousness? The Bible says in Psalms uh, 9 verse 1, I will give thanks to the Lord with all. Will is a decision, isn't it? It's a choice. It, it, it's not a feeling. It's not based on anything other than I made a decision, I've made a choice, I will give thanks to the Lord. You know, a lot of times the world, you know, we have all these little, you know, uh, um, things that are expressions of the praise of men. The Bible says if we live for the praise of men, it's a snare to us. And you'll hear them, you'll say, I want to acknowledge so-and-so and thank such-and-such and this and that, because without them I wouldn't be here. I'll tell you, uh, you know, that's good to appreciate people and appreciate the gifts and appreciate the, uh, you know, uh, what people mean to us and do for us. But I'll tell you, uh, first of all, we need to learn to acknowledge and to appreciate it's the Lord. It's the Lord. He's the source of all life. It's all from him and it's all for him. One translation says, I will give thanks to the Lord. And he goes on to say, I will recount all your wonders, all your wonderful deeds. You know, sometimes, uh, especially like this week, we're reminded it, it, it might be good sometimes to do a recount. Uh, it means, the recount means to narrate the facts or the particulars, to enumerate. You know, sometimes it's good to, uh, to go back over it again, to recount it and think about how many times the Lord, how much the Lord. One translation also says, I'll recount all your wonderful works how your marvelous miracles exceed expectations. Now see, some of you are stuck, you know, in the, uh, feel stuck in the present because you're looking ahead. And you know, the devil loves to remind us, as Pastor Sandy said, uh, you know, uh, of, of what, uh, hasn't or ain't and all that kind of, uh, all that kind of stuff. 
you know, I've learned that there's one little powerful word that I always stick on the end of any time, you know, uh, the, uh, the devil raises his voice around me. He said, well, now, now go, you need to learn this, see. Uh, I'm going to put the I'm going to have the last say so in this because I've learned this word, you know. Well, now you just need to look at your situation. You know, God's not going to do this or do that or hasn't done it. And I'll go yet. You're not. You're not making any prayer. I say yet. Job said this. Listen, it looked bad. He goes, yeah, I will praise him. Amen. God going to have the final uh, say so. Sometimes we need to, uh, you know, we need to uh, recount how his marvelous miracles exceed expectations. You know, it was a miracle that you woke up not dead again today. Because if the devil had his way in your life, you wouldn't have, you shouldn't have, and you couldn't have. Are you hearing? You're breathing God's air today. It's his power that's keeping your heart in rhythm. And if you just let it come back into the right rhythm, be restored in, in Jesus' name. God's done, does miracles that sometimes when we get to heaven, you're going to find out it's what he kept from happening. It's what he kept you from. Sometimes you get so disappointed in God because you don't see the bigger picture. You're looking at it from your little old self on your side of things and that's the biggest trick of the devil get you disappointed with God because he didn't do it your way in your time how you thought he should have done it. And you know, I'll tell you what, that old Toby Keith song when he when, when that girl dumped him in high school and remember and he said, how do you like me now? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Aren't you glad that, 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 that some stuff didn't work out? Because God will work it out in a better way. I don't fret now over stuff that doesn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen when it should have happened. I, was, I, I say, well now, I'll tell you that God had a better idea. God's just got a better one. There's always a greater one. God is an evermore God. Oh, no, I know you thought how you had it all planned out and how it was going to go, but God has a plan for you. God has a plan for his people. And he says it's a good plan. It's a plan that's greater than you would have ever expected, more than you would have ever imagined, greater than you could have ever dreamed of. All my miracles in your life are going to exceed every expectation. I mean, people are going to look at you and say, I never expected that from you. Well, I'm going to tell you what now. See, and we love to live with low expectations. I want to go to a church where they don't expect nothing of me. I want to live, I want to work a job where not much is expected of me. I want to live a life of low expectation. Honey, God has high expectations of you. When he raised Jesus from the dead, he said, I'm not just going to, it's not just for him because he was believing God for you. He said, I'm going to seat you right here, sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. And now look, 
to decide, son, because all the sons and daughters, whoever will, whosoever will, walk with me, talk with me, work with me. He said, I'm going to raise them up also to seat, seat them in those heavenly places. I'm going all the way back to what I intended originally. You are to rule and reign in righteousness in this life. You are to be fruitful. You are going to increase. You're going to increase to the degree of multiplication and you're going to fill the whole earth. You might just have a little space, honey, but create some space for God. And when you create space for God, God's a God of increase. And he's going to fill whatever little space you'll give him. And you'll find out after a while when you walk with God, when you work with God, that God's just too big for the little place that you, that you, and the little space that you created for him. He go, I need to, like, like Isaac, Isaac had to get way up. They told him, uh, you know, when God got done blessing him in the face of famine, he sowed, and the Bible says that they came to him, and they, and, and they said, uh, you, you've grown too big for us. You're just too big for us here. You need to, you need to leave. So he went out there and, you know, he had to get so far out there where nobody, nobody thought, well, there ain't nothing out there. You know, I'll tell you, God's out there. God's out there. God's so far out, and you might want to get a little far out with him. How many of you like to get a little further out of debt? How many of you like to get a little further into divine error? How many of you like to get a little further in the will and way of God? How many of you like to live... Uh, well, now, Pastor, I, I just, I just don't think I want to be so spiritually minded. I ain't no earthly good. Let me give you scripture, sweetie. Let me help you with that. See, to be spiritually minded is life. To be, to be carnally worldly minded is death. Which one you want? You want, you want to be a little more spiritually minded. In other words, you know, when something comes, the mind is renewed to the Word of God, and none of these things move me. Are you listening? Well, I'm going to tell you what, now, you know, uh, the Democrats, the Republicans, the government, this or that, the economy and all that, none of them things move me. See, because my trust is not in them. Are you hearing? It don't matter whether they do one way or the other. Honey, he is my way. He's going to make a way for me. And his way is miraculous. His way is, is advancement. His way is advantaging. He is, his way is blessed. Said, I got plans to prosper you. Oh, and give you peace. When I get done with you, there ain't going to be nothing missing, nothing broken. Now, some of you are so sad over what's missing, what's broken. Honey, first thing you, first thing you need to realize, you know, don't break fellowship with God. Don't break fellowship with God. Hang out with God, and then you realize, listen, it ain't happened yet. Now what has already happened is that he has blessed you with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places with Christ, in Christ Jesus. What you're saying is, is, I don't have it in my hand. It hasn't manifested yet. See? But do you have it in your heart? Because it's in God's heart. And if you'll get, if you'll get his heart for it, it won't be long for his hand to put it in your hand. Well, it's been 10 years. Honey, what's 10 years to go? Huh? Oh. You keep me searching for a heart of gold. And I'm growing old. I'm, I'm growing old, God. I'm getting old. Well, you know, 
hopefully old enough to know better than talk like that around God because see <laughs> see 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 God oh you ain't old I'm the ancient of days who you think you're talking to here let me let me point out you know God loves to point people out to you he goes have you considered my my boy Mo He's 80 when I... He's 40 years out there in the desert. It took me 40 years to get his thinking straightened out. Where he'd finally listen to what I told him to do. And even then he argued with me. Hmm? How about Caleb and, and, uh, and, and Joshua? Well, I'll tell you what, these folk are holding me back, God. i tell you, if it hadn't been for that man, that woman, that child, this... Uh, that that this situation, you know, had to bend for the sheriff. I, you know, they hold me back. Well, you know, uh, Caleb and, and Joshua detained 40 years. They didn't, listen, you know, it's good to come back, but honey, it's better to never leave. Just stay with God. Stay believing God. Amen. It's good to go away and come back. Amen. God will restore you. He wants you. But I'll tell you what now. You know, be found faithful. Be faithful. Don't be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Be found faithful in the little. You're being made a ruler. You're qualifying uh, for a promotion to be made ruler over much. God will make it up to you. God will compensate you for the years you feel like they've been robbed and stolen from you. We're in a re- that kind of a restoration. Amen. I mean, Caleb, you know, when it came time, he went to Joshua and he said, look here, Moses made me a promise. And it wasn't just him talking, I believe God. He said, I'll tell you right now, I might be 80 years old, but the promise is just as good as it was 40 years old, forty years ago when I was in my prime. My eye, my strength, nothing is, a, I'm ready. Give me the mountain. Two old men talking to, you know. Are you listening? But see, we think 80 is old, don't we? Hmm? God don't think 80 is old. It's when he really gets it going good. Isn't that right? He might just be, uh, uh, you know, uh, Abraham, 25 years waiting for the promise to manifest the baby. He's 75. When the promise was made, 100 when it was fulfilled. Well, now, I don't know if I can wait that long. Well, you know, you'll never outweigh God. You'll never force God to do anything before it's time. But he makes everything perfect, beautiful in its time. Amen. When I think about the goodness, when I start to do the recount, when I narrate sometimes just the facts, and I were, were uh, you know, riding uh, in the uh, truck yesterday, having some time together, and we, we started narrating, you know, uh, what the Lord had done for us. We started about how he took two little old 
kids from nobody's from nowhere, you know. And man, you know, uh, uh, we've been in Israel twice, stood and had some wonderful, I mean, experiences with the Lord spiritually, but also naturally, you know. I mean, never would in a thousand years ever dreamed up, you know, that uh, uh, we could have we could have uh, stood where we stood and hear what we've heard, seen what we heard. And, and she reminded me, said, you remember, I'm, and that's the truth. I mean, we didn't have nothing more than the ticket. We got over there and 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 got to uh, going. Of course, everything was included, you know. But you know, the Lord's good. I mean, He handed us a thousand dollars while we were there. Just have a good time on the Lord. Amen. Are you listening? We didn't know that before we went. We we're just willing to go. You know, God, God, God got it. God can help you. Have you ever been helped by God? Amen. You know, I'd forgotten about that. She reminded me of that. And it was like, oh, we're, we're doing a recount. You know, we've got a lot to be thankful for. God has been good to us. I say God has been good to us. When I think about the goodness of God, what he has done. And, I, and it helps me to realize what he is doing. And if I can see what he has done and what he is doing, you know, I, I, I start hooking up with him and understanding some of his plans of what he's about to do, what he wants to do, what he can do. Are you listening? Because he's going to do even greater things than these. Has he done anything for you? Boy, I just feel like I, you know, my God, you know, I got two, three of you dragging behind a wagon today. Coming up the hill. I mean, God's worthy to be thanked and praised. God, God's been good to us. How many of you ever had your children and you, you worked hard? I mean, you know, you planned and you worked hard and you sacrificed and you got them the thing they wanted and they played with it for two minutes and then looked up at you like, you know, isn't there anything else? I'd say you little ungrateful little piece of... Your mama, you got that from your mama. You're unthankful, un- little old self. Doesn't that just make you want to give them even more? Doesn't that make you want to give them more? Isn't that right? Are you listening? When, 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 you, when, you, when you do the best that you, that you have, and I mean it really meant something to you, and it don't mean nothing to them, don't that make you feel that warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside? You know, isn't, it, isn't worship about pleasing God? Isn't this life about pleasing God? I'm not talking about, you know, do's and don'ts, but from a heart of thanksgiving. I'm thankful, I'm grateful. It's not hard because I'm full when I do the recount, I'm full. My life is full of the things that you've done. Looking back for me, looking around and then looking forward, I see the evidence of His goodness all over my life. I don't know about you, but in the recount, sometimes you need to set the record straight, see? I'm just going to preach to myself because I know where y'all are. I mean, that's the honest of God truth. Glory be to God. Usually the resistance is right at the place of breakthrough. And I've been praying and fasting for you to have a breakthrough. Amen? Are you listening? That's all right if my nose gets stuck in the door. The busted open for you. But I'm going to tell you, we ought to be a little, we, we ought to be a little realization. You know, there's a lot of folks that in 2020 and 2021 aren't here no more. Aren't, aren't this side of the dirt. 
The dead can't praise him. The dead can't give him thanks. Is it, are you hearing me? You're still here. Are you listening? The plague didn't come now. You're dwelling. You're still here. You, you're not stuck in some hole somewhere. God gave you breath. God's given you gas to get in your car and make it to church. The church is still open. They said we weren't essential, but you know God says, well, wait just a minute now. It might not mean nothing to you, but it mean a whole lot, everything to me. I gave myself for that. Are you listening? And he's still going to build it when men are not building nothing. When men are torn everything down, you will not tear down the work of God. You will not tear down what God has done. I tell you, sometimes we just need to back up a little bit and start right at square one and say, you know what? See, the devil will always say, he'll point out the negative. He'll point out, well, that's not, that ain't in your life. That's the can't, the won'ts, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes in the recount, you need to set the record straight. You need to just go ahead and narrate. He said, well, let me tell you something. I like it when Pastor Sandy's always say, let me tell you something, see. I may cannot tell you everything, but I can tell you something God did for me. Even this morning, I can tell you something he did for me yesterday. I can, I can tell you the, something he did the day before. I can tell you something he done every day all the way through for 30 some odd almost 40 years now and you know when I start to think about that I get a little happy I don't have time to be sad isn't that right I'm glad for the love and the life that I've had in God are you listening you ain't gonna sell that old sourpuss stuff to somebody you know isn't that right? You better get off that ball and chain the devil's held you bound with isn't that, are you hearing you know, Paul and Silas were down and they were bound. They'd been beaten and I mean they got in trouble because they served the Lord. Because they cast out the devil. See, sometimes you're in trouble because you're putting pressure on the devil. Sometimes you're in trouble, are you listening? Uh, because you love God and won't compromise. Sometimes you know you're on the right track because of the attack. Sometimes you don't measure it in the positives. Are you listening? You measure it in the negatives. What the devil doing because of what God's doing. Not the other way around. God don't do something because the devil done something. The devil does something because God putting so much pressure on him in advancing your life. And I know it feels like you're between the rock and the hard place. Understand who the rock is. Understand where the hard place come from. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I might preach a little while here today see sometimes there needs to you just need to go on ahead and follow the Holy Ghost and be anointed anyway because the anointing will break that yoke it will let you loose it will it will penetrate that hardness you know don't harden your heart just because you're in a hard place if you're going to get hard nose about anything get hard nose about what the devil's doing about about the one who would steal, rob, and kill and destroy from you. You ought to get hard-nosed about having to go to hell because... Are you listening? 
of only one thing because of rejecting Jesus. You know, don't you think, listen to me out there, don't you think it's about time, isn't it time that you tried God, that you gave God the same opportunity you've given everything and everyone else? Isn't it time to find out if he's real or not? I'm telling you that he is. I double down dare you to pray a little prayer right now. Hey God, if you're real... Show yourself to me. God's not afraid of that. He wants to be proven. God wants you to see the evidence of his goodness. God wants to be God. Why don't you let him be God? Why don't you just go ahead and let him be God? Why go to hell in a handbasket with everyone and everything else? Let's get on a different way and a different track here. Amen. Let's get with God, and then let's stay with God. There's somebody listening to me. You need to come back to God today. You've been running and running and running, dead end after dead end after dead end after dead end. When you go wake up and realize that isn't the way. Somebody that's listening to me is you Jonah in the belly of the big fish. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Your grandmama told you. You've heard that story in Sunday school. Now you're living it. Now come on. Just, <laughs> just say, God, if you will, I will. And I tell you, the devil will spit you out so fast. I mean, when you get ready to go God's way, you're about to, you're about to get puked out back up on the land. Just go do what God told you to do. You know you got to do it. He ain't going to change his mind. I'm talking to somebody today. He can't talk to these people. I've talked to you right now. Amen. They want to be sad. I'm glad. You're going to be glad too. You obeyed God. Let's pray this simple prayer. Jesus, come into my heart. I mean live big in me. Change me from the inside out. Give me that new life you promised me. I'll live for you. I'll follow you. I'm ready. I ain't going to hell for nobody or nothing. If you prayed that prayer, I'll tell you what now. Something happens to you right now. God will do what he says do. Now you do what you told God you're going to do. You said you'd follow, now follow him. We'll be here to help you any way that we can. Uh, would love to do that. Glad to do that. Amen. Congratulations. Heaven's your destination. You're on the right, you're on the right bus. Don't worry about whoever else ain't going. Isn't that right? Choose and decide for yourself. See, sometimes in the recount, you need to set the record straight. See, because fear is a liar. Fear you're going to miss out if you serve God. What you going to miss? What you going to miss? The people that are shaking your hand while they're looking to stab you in the back? What you going to miss? Destruction? What you going to miss? Happy, happy, happy? I don't miss the devil. Every once in a while, he'll write a little note. You know, it'll come in the mail. Do you miss me? No. Change of address. Return to sender. (laughs) You ain't my God no more. I don't miss none of it. Well, I can't hardly walk through the cooler in the... In the store, and I'll tell you, it's just so strong on me. I, I need some help. 
Honey, I don't have to drink that old stuff. I got new wine. High all the time. Sometimes I get high, high, high. Amen. Are you listening? Don't cost me nothing except everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, my, just the habits that fell off my life. I already had the tithe. Didn't even know it. Was just misdirected it. Are you listening? Give it to the one it belongs to and I got even happier still. Amen. Sandy was real happy I quit spitting in the bottle. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everyone. But in the recount, see, I realize this. We're going to be done with this today. Amen. I, I believe God got who he wanted to get. Amen. Don't worry about the spectators. See, it's the participators. It's the ones that, that, that want in. Amen. Sometimes we're in and, you know, we get too comfortable with being in and we get a little, you know, uh, uh, well, I need some cilantro with my salsa. It's sometimes we, you know, to, to a hungry or thirsty person, it's all good. It's all good. It got no complaints with the kitchen. Amen. I mean, I just, I just need to, I need that bread of life. I need that living water. Uh, are you listening? I can't live without it. See, a lot of times we live here in the south. We, we live, live in, you know, the Bible belt. We think we got all the Bible underneath our belt and the belt and we just fat and sloppy with it. Amen. We treat it so ordinary. And when we treat it as ordinary and familiar, you know, uh, here comes contempt. Isn't that right? Ain't nothing ordinary about this extraordinary God. Ain't anything ordinary about the day that we're living in. Oh, I know. I'll tell you what. Now there's so much trouble. Aren't you glad that the one who overcame it all is overcoming it all right now? That you have been, you have been reserved the best for the last. That you are the chosen generation that's going to be here to see the wrap up and the finale of it all. Aren't you glad that you're loving his appearing? It could be today. Might be tomorrow. At any rate, I'll tell you, uh, all my days are written out beforehand in the book. I, I, I'm going to continue to, I'm a son who's going to continue to serve. I serve because I love. Where else are we going to go? We got this God who's a great God and is doing a great thing. Amen. Oh, in the recount. Uh, understand this. I might be facing some things. I, 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 you know, uh, I've had some resistance. I had a little resistance this morning. I <laughs> had to, had to, uh, uh, but I made it. But I made it. Amen. Well, you're the preacher. You're supposed to make it. There's a lot of preachers don't make it. Don't make it past five years. And they get out and never get back in. Are you listening? Hallelujah. No, it's not because I'm a preacher. It's because I'm a son of God. I'm a, I'm a preacher. Amen. Some folks say, well, I'm a son of a gun. I'm a son of God. Amen. My, my God trumps that gun. I'll tell you that right now. Amen. Well, if God be for me, well, is he? I said, is he? When you, when you, when you, when you, 
when you realize how much you're loved, you're so loved, and you realize this, God is for me. So if God is for me, some of you are sad and mad because you got the devil keeps reminding you of all the folk and all the things that have been against you. And they're what coming against you now. But if God be for you, if God is for you, and if God is with you, let me ask you, are you with God? Just acknowledge, you, you enter into his gates with thanksgiving. You don't have to stay out there wondering and wandering around. All you got to do is say, God, I just want to thank you. You're not done with me yet. I want to thank you. Nothing you ever do ends on a negative. You always turn everything that was meant for evil against me for good. I got the evidence all around me. If I can't see it with my natural eye, I'm going to put my face in this book. And I go from the very beginning when... when are you listening? All the way through Genesis, Exodus, Numbers. I mean all the way through the prophets, the Psalms, the Proverbs. Time after time after time. If God is for you, you tell me who or what can be against you. If the devil does a deal, God's got a bigger deal. Oh, I don't know why you're hammering it so hard because I got to break you out. I got to break you through. Are you listening? Amen. I know when there's a resistance, it's all right. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're not looking, you, you're looking at one hard-nosed son of a God. God's son. Amen. Are you listening? You go through the hard things. You break through. You don't let it break you. You break through. You break through. Amen? What don't kill you will make you stronger. And God needs some strong people. If God, who or what, can be successful in being against you. All hell is against you. I'll tell you that right now. The devil's against you. The world's against you. The world's ways are against you. Have you ever noticed that? Well, I tell you what, they give me a little raise with my social security, yeah, and the gas prices. And because the gas prices, the food prices. Are you hearing? Isn't that right? You're not going to succeed in this world system unless you're sold out to it. But we're not in that system. We're in a system that's this year's been about shifting systems. We're in the systems where God is God. And God's the source. And I'll tell you what, you and God are co-laboring and co-part and partners. You're an heir, a joint heir with Jesus. Isn't that right? Just you need to learn. Don't sign for the package. Isn't that right? <laughs> you must you, you you when sickness and disease comes a calling, you all you gotta do. I mean, you know, just give it the sniff test. They use dogs to sniff out. You know, uh, stuff like that. You ought to just have the sniff test. That don't even pass the sniff test. Man, like a devil to me, I don't, I don't think, you know, well, I had COVID, brother. I can't smell no more. Then just look at it with your eyes. Isn't that right? <laughs> well, I've got cataracts. I can't hardly see. We're going to get you well. We're going to get you whole. We're going to get you where you can see God. And blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. Amen. 
Well, I punched a little hole in it. It's up to you to scratch around and dig around because light, a little bit of light is shown through for you today. Sometimes just a little light. That's all I needed, preacher, was just a little light at the end of the tunnel. Don't make me pull out the dynamite. I've just been using, we've just been using a, a, a little pickaxe and a shovel here, you know, because you ain't got much room to move around in that little small hole. Amen? <laughs> but I will pull out the big stuff if we have to. Amen. Because God's determined to bring you out and bring you through and bring you up into a better place than you've ever known before in your life. God's not settling on the less for you. God's not settling on the devil having the final word in your life. Amen. And you ought not to settle neither. Oh, maybe this Thanksgiving, you know, well, that's what the problem. See, I got to go down there with Mabel. And you know I hate Mabel. Mabel and me, we don't get along. Well, you got to love Mabel. You got to forgive Mabel because the Lord said, you know, well, you don't understand. She's my enemy. Well, the Lord said, well, love Mabel even if she's your enemy. Love your enemies. Do good to those that despitefully use you. <gasps> oh, I'll tell you what now. Every year she goes for that turkey leg and she knows that's my favorite. Till you last 15 years, I ain't got that turkey leg. I have to settle for that old white meat, and I like that dirt. You understand? Mabel's the problem. No. Prefer you, brother, sister. I wouldn't call her a brother. You know, the Lord, you're going to have a hard time when you get to heaven. You're going to get frisked down, stripped down, and the Lord will say, now that, all that unforgiveness and, and revenge and all that other ill feeling and all that kind of stuff, that don't come in here. Now you make a choice. Isn't that right? Amen. Well, that's the reason why I don't go to church. I don't like them people. Well, welcome to the club. I don't like a lot of them either. I don't have to like them to love them. Isn't that right? I mean, I could tell every God, you know, I tell God every day, you know. I mean, starting with Sandy. That Sandy, that woman, what you done gave me. Appreciate it. Thank God for it. Amen. Boy, I'll tell you what now. This thing, begin to just be, begin to just be, to give some thanks. Acknowledge. Amen. Just imagine Mabel saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Just every time you bump into her, just love oozes out. Imagine Mabel. Then the platter comes by and she'll say, I know you like these turkey legs. Would you like to have it this year? Just imagine what life would be like. Amen. Where every foe becomes a friend. Where you overcome evil with good. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know if you know. Might be out there. Maybe you got Mabel. I don't know. You know what we're saying. Living a life of thankfulness. Said this is God's perfect plan for you. That we don't just give thanks occasionally. It'd be a good time to start this year. But to start to live in the perfect plan of God. The first thing I've got to realize is I'm going to have to be cheerful. I'm going to have to choose joy. And to do that, boy, I'm really going to have to pray. Because I like being mad. 
I like being ugly. I got perfect good reason to be ugly. You want some ugly? I'm going to show you some ugly. You think you know ugly. I can be ugly. I'm just giving voice to when something happens and on the inside you're going, I'm going to show you some ugly. And they think you're speaking in other tongues. You go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus said, you know, the enemy comes, but he doesn't have a button to push. See? He doesn't have anything in me. Because I'm thankful. I'm full of thanks. I mean, he's about to die. He said, Father, I want to thank you. You've given these to me and I've kept them. I gave them your word. And they believed it. And I'm praying for them. I don't pray you pull them out of the world. But I pray that you keep them from the evil that's in the world. I, I thank you that I don't just pray for them, but I pray for all those that will believe because they have believed. You know, when you and I are believing God and living this overcoming life, and you're going to have to overcome some things. Some things you're going to have to overcome. I'm getting you ready for Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe for something more than that. Amen. Some of you need a real breakthrough in your life. You need a breakthrough. Amen. Well, I got news for you. You know, good news. Jesus has been praying for you. I mean seriously praying for you and believing God for you. And, and <clears throat> there's a harvest about to come on that seed of expectation in your life. The Lord's heard your prayers and He's going to, he's going to answer you powerfully, personally. In the days that are ahead. Amen. Beginning today. Father I thank you in the name of Jesus. For our time together. Lord I, I, I thank you that sometimes it seems like it gets a little wild and crazy. When the rock. When the hammer's hitting the rock. To break it into pieces. I thank you that you're about to break some people out. That light. Light. They've been living in the dark in some things. Bumping around in the dark. Not understanding, not knowing. But I thank you, Lord, that you're shining some light down into some areas in our life that uh, we've been held back. These things have held our lives fast, and we wonder, we, we know you have more, you, you want us to progress. It's been a painful process, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you take good pleasure in prospering your people. Oh, you take the greatest pleasure and joy when one sinner gives his heart, gives her heart to you. It's the greatest joy in heaven. And thank you today. Thank you today, Lord, that it's your good pleasure. It's your good pleasure the prosperity of your sons and daughters and your servants. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord say, now in the days that are ahead, I want you to be looking. Oh, you know where to find me.
You know where to look. I, I'm in that book. And if you'll put your face to seek my face, and if you'll, if you'll set your eyes to see my smile, there's some things that I want to say. There's some things I've got to say. There's some things I need to say. And if you'll be listening, you'll hear me say, this is the way. This is the way. Some of you have been looking for the way. And you'll hear me say, this is the way. Now, it'll still be step by step. You're still going to be required to just trust. For some of you, I've asked you to only believe. You've gotten reports that say, Why bother the Master any longer? It's over. But I'm telling you today, I'm turning to you and I'm saying, Only believe. Follow and follow through. And you'll see me break through for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. Lord, we receive your words. We believe you. We choose to trust you. We thank you, Lord, even though we don't see it yet with our natural eyes. But you're about to open our eyes. So that we can believe it. And we know that when we believe it, we will see it. We don't have to see it to believe it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Well, if you can agree with that, say amen. I want to thank you for being with us. Uh, today we pray that this has been helpful uh, to you you remember this you are so very blessed so you be at rest have a happy thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word for more information about Passion Church visit www.mypassion.church 